If you know me at all, you know that debt is my bread mm -hmm. and danger my butter. Oh, no, danger is my bread and death is my butter. No, no, wait. Danger is my bread. Death, no, death. No, I'm sorry. Death is my... Death and danger are my various breads and, and various butters. Mm -hmm. right? This is episode 89 of Various Breads and Butters. My name is Simon Portmantona. To my left, as always, is Ben Brickhouse-Cohen. Out in the studio, we have Michelle-Polton-Simon, our producer, and we have uh, we have two interns out there today. Yep. This is the core team. Yeah, we have our Spotify intern, uh, Will Madison Square Gordon, and our uh, what, fact check intern, yeah. I yes. guess, is sort of. Ian Code Morse is the name of the person. Yes. Yeah. Um, Who else is here? Well, we're going to jump into this right now. And our very, very special guest. Two berries. Yeah. And I'm not even going to ask him if he's thrilled to be here. Um, straight out of Charlottesville, Virginia. Am I correct on the geography? Yes. Is professor of, what are you professor of? <laughs> A professor of electrical and computer engineering. I, I thought that. In the Charlie Brown School. Yep. That's right. The Charles L. Brown Department. Is it really? Yes. Okay. Well, John Locke of University of Virginia. John, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I am thrilled to be here. I, I believe that you are. We are thrilled to have you. <laughs> you, I believe, and, and anyone out there, if you want to dispute this, you can, but uh, I believe that John is our number one fan. He has listened to every episode, and, he, and he's not just blowing smoke. I mean, we will, we will ask him questions, and he will know the answers I can, to those I questions. I can literally hear Peter smashing his oh, phone into Peter, the console. We Sorry, love you. Peter. He is our... Not to Number mention. one fan of North America Ugh. sitting here with us. And now Mike and Justin have just <laughs> taken a hammer. I don't, Mike and Justin, <laughs> have you listened to every episode? I don't know. Send us the transcripts and prove it. I think for people who've never listened to an episode, they love that we're just having random chatter with people that they don't know who we we're just, talking about. We just want, no, these are not random people. These are fans of the show, and we love our fans, and we love all the people we just mentioned. And we I, have, we have I feel best. loved. You feel, you, I do. you feel the love tonight. Sean, you're our biggest fan. I, I'm our... not sure what the metric is for. I have listened to every episode. Okay. Uh, I uh, it it gets to the top of the queue whenever a new episode comes out. Yeah. If um if listeners aren't reading along, it's uh, John Locke L A C H. Yes. So you wouldn't know that if you saw it, but if you heard it, you might be confused. Mm -hmm. Yep. And we're and, not going to make any jokes about no, but he philosophers said, or people from Lost. Yeah. Did, did you see it? It was a very noticeable shift. Like you spent oh, X percent of your life, and it was all essay on human understanding and then it shifted to boy what the hell happened to that show <laughs> right it, yeah I, I got morphed into a pulp kite got pulp culture icon and mm -hmm. um and it uh yeah so and I, I usually can tell it's you know it's that uh, initial impression somebody makes it's either the the historical reference or the lost reference and they immediately get binned into one category or the another in my mind well i've got a solution for that have you ever thought about just going with latch <laughs> no, not. I, I I do nod when I you know I I, I when you know people say that latch yeah. for four at yeah, the restaurant yeah, yeah. I do I do take the table so so in a uh, way it's kind of your fault <laughs> that's a really good point yeah, yeah. or if you want to you want to get German about it me can we lach lach, lach. Yeah, yeah yeah we don't have to too. do that we don't have to do that no, no. That's fine. It, it's 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 probably at one point that that um German I'd like groups. to say that we're off track even though we haven't started yeah I don't think we ever get these are probably the reasons track. why we should prepare oh yeah big time. 
Um, I think that's why we <laughs> we do the. Uh, that's why we get right to the journey question because that yeah. makes us remember what we were going to ask. Exactly. Because he'll start going on and about something like where he's from, and we'll be thinking what we actually wanted to ask. So I'm going to assume you weren't born and raised at the University of Virginia. That's correct. Something happened before that. Uh, there was. Can you tell me the what journey happened question? Before I've been that, just been preparing for this. Yeah. For, so, ever since episode one. So where were <laughs> the where, last episode? Yeah. yeah. Where were you born? I was born in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, same hospital as my lovely wife. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, born in, yeah, and then was raised in Wauwatosa, Wisconsin, which is a suburb of Milwaukee. Okay. Lived there for, uh, yeah, until I went off to college. Do you think Wisconsin cities are the easiest ones to fabricate and people won't know? Oh, absolutely. So. Yeah. You, any set of syllables, very heavy on, on vowels. Right. Um, I mean, yeah. no disrespect to actual mm. Native American no. na- place names, just to American inability to know the difference. Now, I I just watched Wayne's World and they suggested that mm-hmm. Milwaukee was they, Alice Cooper suggested it. Milwaukee, yeah. correct? Was um I believe I don't know what language Algonquin. Algonquin for the great for, land for the good land. The good land. Yes. Yes, is that true? <laughs> you know, I we say it often enough it's become true even okay. if it wasn't, so we'll go for it. I so Wawatosa, I think is I think it's like Firefly or something like that. Oh wow. That. Yeah. Well, if we have any of our Algonquin fans out there, mm-hmm. just Send us an email at butters at gmail.com and let us know if we're on the right track. Yeah. At the risk of jumping too quickly, I know that one point in this mm-hmm. brings you from Wisconsin all the way to the Pacific Coast in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. How did you arrive at your undergraduate institution? <laughs> wow. Stanford University. Great leading question. And how much do you know about Leland Stanford? We L- haven't gotten to talk Leland about Stanford him. Leland Stanford Jr., uh, yes. Um, uh, yeah, uh, so how, gosh, how did I end up, um, going out West? Well, my, my parents, uh, fun fact were, um, from California. Mm -hmm. They actually grew up in the Los Angeles area and moved to Wisconsin about a year for year before I was born. And, um, so we used to go out to California quite a bit. So I was aware of Stanford and, Mm -hmm. um, a reasonably decent school. So I was, was aware of it. And, and yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, applied all over the country and, and, um, they let me in, uh, against their better judgment, I'm sure. And I th- wish there were some, you know, I, it wasn't like this lifelong dream kind of thing. I actually did have a Stanford banner on my, on my wall growing up, but nice. I went from Wauwatosa, Wisconsin to Palo Alto. And, yeah. and, and did you go in knowing what you wanted to study or did you sort of explore a little no, bit? No, I was, I was all over the place. Okay. Uh, my, my dad was an electrical engineer and I okay. ultimately became an electrical engineer, but, but I was all over the place. I yeah. was, um, I kind of came in thinking I might be an engineer and was taking some of the math and science classes uh-huh. uh, accordingly. And, and at Stanford, you didn't apply to a specific, you know, school within the university. It was, uh, um, you know, you, you could go in and do, take anything and sure. major in anything you wanted. And so I did some engineering at the beginning and then I was a sociology major for a little while. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I just, I was really taking, trying to take advantage of being at a university where you could study just about anything you wanted yeah. and learn about lots of different things. Cool. And then I ended up stumbling upon what ultimately became my major. Um, it was uh, a good one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, it, it's called science, technology and society STS. Okay. And, uh, once I dis- once I, discovered that that was an actual field of study and mm. something that at least at Stanford, they let you major in. That, that's kind of when I, I, I latched onto that. Now I have two questions. Number one, how did you stumble upon it? Mm-hmm. And number two, we don't have anything at Lafayette called science, technology, and society. Why not? And if we don't, if there's <laughs> something else that's up? like it. Has this ever come up on the show? I don't know. But most, as we know from our, from our research, nobody listens to the show more than once. Very few people do. So if it has come up. I thought you were going to admit no, nobody <laughs> listens to the show. Well, just yes, that, that's also part that of our research. Too. 
Yeah, yeah. So, so how did you stumble upon STS? Yeah. So, I mean, it was uh, it was actually a lot of this because I was taking both engineering and sociology classes, and I bumped into some other people who actually had already discovered the major, and they told mm. me about it. And um, and it, it, it was a neat program. I mean, so you you majored in STS, mm. and then you did a focus on something, and and w- whether you got a BS or a BA, depending on what your focus area was. So there were STS majors whose focus areas were in English or in history or economics, and. Um, mine was in electrical engineering. And so, uh, I mean, it just was really kind of this cool program where you you had a little bit more control over exactly what you took from your focus area. Yeah. And um, to me, it was just, uh, you know, being at a an undergraduate at a, at, a, at a university is just all about exploring different things. And this was a major that gave me a lot of flexibility to do that. Um, mm. And it's it's definitely had a, a a big impact on, you know, still today on the, can, the work that I do. Can any of the interns answer the question that Simon was posing? Mm-hmm. Yes. Do we have any STS if, if here? If we don't have an STS here, what do we have that might be similar? What are we thinking? <laughs> Engineering <laughs> studies. Oh, oh my gosh. Thank you, Will Gordon. Wow. Thank you very much. Madison I was Sperling. going to say that too. That Don't jump on that bandwagon, Ian. Will answered first. He gets the kudos. <laughs> he stays He stays employed for another day. When you were at Stanford, wasn't was that... Like now, its its identity seems like this is just this is a Silicon Valley pipeline, and everybody wants to go study at Stanford because it's right there, and you're gonna sell your app business. But that when you went there, it must have been it wasn't fully like that, was it? Uh, so uh, it's like Intel, Apple. I mean, a lot of those, you know, yeah, Hewlett Packard. I mean, those were the big companies at the time, and there was a part of that for sure. It, it had that reputation, but it it wasn't quite you know the way we think about it now. But I I mean, I I remember I I had an opportunity to be an intern at, at, uh, at, you know, what was then a, a 10 person con- company of Yahoo, uh, wow. in the very beginning, it was, you know, right after Netscape 1.0 came out and, That's cool. um, and I, uh, turned that down. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but it was, um, so there was, there was definitely a vibe of that there. Um, it was probably more on the electrical engineering side than the computer science side at the time, just mm-hmm. cause it, you know, with, with Intel and with Apple, since they were, you know, building their own stuff and wasn't, wasn't just a software company. It, um, I think part of you know being there in the electrical engineering program, there was this you know you learned a lot about all the things that had spun out of Stanford. But like you gave a talk on campus today, and several times referred to compression algorithms and lossless things. Not once did you mention the television show Silicon Valley, mm-hmm. and I didn't know why. <laughs> and what do you think of the middle out compression algorithm? Uh, the middle out, yes, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that's a that's a good one. So I, I I spend very little time out in Silicon Valley now. I you know there's some companies that I work with that I'll visit sometime, but um, I have some friends who who I went to Stanford with who are still out there, and mm-hmm. and they tell me stories that uh, resonate uh, very sure. much um, when watching Silicon Valley. The some of the venture capital people and mm-hmm. all that. So yeah. it's a good show. We yeah. recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> and if you actually if you go to hbogo.com and enter an offer code VBB. You get a free, free error code. Free error code. Yeah, our sponsor. That is a yeah, sponsor. That is a <laughs> recurring, <laughs> recurring joke. Have you ever tried to use the VBB? Uh, no, discount no, code? I, I, I haven't. I, I kind of think that they all just work. We I haven't heard otherwise. They wouldn't. You know. We haven't. And so, did you ever, when you were growing up, did you ever have those Radio Shack kits, the electrical, like you know, where they they, they came with resistors so doing a lot of hand motions and here. capacitors, and it was like this? a breadboard thing. Sure. Did you have one? Oh have yeah, those? yeah, yeah. No, I mean, you know, and, and you can make the light light up and make the buzzer buzz. You can tune into a, a radio station that you never want to listen to. I got a kit like that because I asked for it, and I believe I was thirty because I was really interested mm-hmm. in it. And uh, there's, it's, it's never too late. Is this it, like taking violin lessons? It is, and 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 like violin lessons, I didn't continue with it. Although that thing is, the kit is still in my closet. I intend to get back to it so Who I can gave it light, to you light. at age thirty, probably. 
past guest friend of the show, current wife Jen Delrico. Um So she knows that you you've disappointed her. You oh, she sees yeah, this. That's like that you definitely. But no, I I used to play with those. They're they're very cool. And and what was apparently what was not the, what was the main what was it was fun while I played with it. Apparently, like there's a guide, Forrest Sims. Are you gonna do to him like when I was an undergraduate <laughs> engineering major? Like anytime you go home, anything that happens anywhere near the house, they just ask you to fix it because you're studying engineering. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you're applying that to him. You had an I'm a electric, big toaster you had a guy. breadboard circuit, and he's a I'm not ECE professor. To... I'm not so asking you to fix anything. Everything. Can you open up my iPhone and, and do anything to it? <laughs> why know. Why is this happening on TV shows where people don't have their iPhones password protected? So somebody like sneaks on and checks someone's text or looks something up. This even happened with, on like, Love. fingerprint protect, protection. Even. Yeah, I just don't know why that, I don't know why that's a successful technique to use in a show. They wouldn't be able to do that. Did this happen on Love Season 2? Yeah, this happened on Love Season 2. Currently on Netflix? <laughs> Currently available on Netflix. You want them to use code 1, 2, 3, 4, 5? No. Well, I just don't like, like, one of the plot points was, um, hey, can you go over there and look at that? And then when she goes into the other room, uh, he reaches down and grabs her phone and, and undoes it and then sends a text as if it was her so he can get information. And then the person replies to him. Yeah. Then he puts the phone down real quick before she comes out of the other room. Like, how? It's not a very good, that, that they need to write a uh, be- better like a better way of getting around that because everybody tell has a it. friend of the show future guest uh josh church to get on that okay yeah. isn't that his show it's one of his shows oh, i'm sorry he's not here john mm. Locke is that's right do <laughs> you have any questions for josh church <laughs> <laughs> now when did you graduate from stanford what year 1996 i just i was actually just back there for my 20 year reunion it's one year Very before exciting. me that i graduated one year after me okay where did you go from there went down to ucla to get my phd in electrical engineering so okay. And I did some fantastic mentors there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, uh, um, I mean, people that, you know, like the kind of stuff you read about, like people that made a really big impact on your sure. life, you know, teachers who believed in you, who, you know, motivated you, gave you confidence. And um, I had one person in particular at UCLA who was that for me. And, and it uh, really made a big difference. Shout That's out. Cool. I'm sure she's listening. He or she. Meal drug pot cognac. Yep. Definitely not. Friend of the show. show. No, 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 absolutely. Okay. I'm sure he's listening. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll send this to him. Yeah. We get mail from him. Yeah. A lot of times. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and where'd you go from there? I, I went right to UVA. Okay. So is that your first job? Like first that job was my right first, or? my first job. Yeah. Wow. I had done internships, uh, you know, over the years, but, um, my first real job yeah, was, yeah. was at UVA. Um, oh, I like had no, no postdocs, no, nothing like no, that. No, wow. no. Did you interview a lot of schools or was that basically it? No. So, I mean, I didn't think I wanted to be a professor even after I decided to get my PhD. Mm-hmm. Do you did, know? Do I want to be a professor? Yeah. I can't imagine <laughs> that I would be qualified to do anything else at this point. Hmm. Other than pot professional podcast guests, I guess, but um, yeah. well, we'll see. I guess you guys will work it out so far. That. Okay, right. I applied to a whole bunch of research labs, so you know, Intel Labs, Bell Labs was still pretty big yeah, back yeah. then. And but my PhD advisor at UCLA um, knew the department chair at UVA mm-hmm. and basically just said, you know apply to UVA. And I mm. said, no. <laughs> um, and he said, come on, you know, just, just do it. You know, that I told this guy you, I, you, that you would. Yeah. Um, so I, I sent in, you know, sent my materials in and then this, this guy who became my department chair and then my Dean, Jim Mailer, uh, gave me a call and, and said, uh, you know, why don't you come out for an interview? And I said, you know, I'd, I'd love to come out there and meet you and see the university and all of that, but I, I don't want to waste your time. And I, I just got to tell you, I'm not interested. You're being coy. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> Hard to get. And he just said, well, well, you know, he kind of, there was like silence on the phone for five seconds. And then he said, well, why don't you come on out anyway? And maybe they'll fall in love with the place. And that was 
17 years ago. Well, this is so this is for our uh, our listeners out there, our students who are trying to get a job. And the interns right here. Just uh just just say no when <laughs> someone <laughs> offers you a job. Just turn down any option. They will probably call you back. Ian, you got a Fulbright. I think you should have told them you didn't want it. Yeah, you should you should have gone for the Pulitzer. That's that's how I got it actually. Did you really? I'm not going to do this, guys. Wow, nice. did you call Mr. or Mrs. Fulbright mm-hmm. and tell yeah. them that directly? Years ago. I appreciate, I appreciate the personal call, Mr. Fulbright, Mrs. Fulbright. <laughs> but <laughs> this is great. But you know what? But I'm it's I'm putting it all into podcast interning. Yeah. We shouldn't let that go. So Ian, you got a Fulbright and what, what where where are you going with that? Indonesia. So we got we got some uh, some pretty right. heavy hitters out, out there in the studio. Sounds like it. And now, here now, in the studio. In, from in the studio. Stanford to UCLA to the University of Virginia. I've heard of those places. So I, I saw an article this week about some person who had bought who, who had bought some person don't laugh out there. Some person who bought uh iPhone parts. Like just just generic iPhone parts, a circuit board, a screen. And hack together their own iPhone from those parts. Would you be able to do that? How how good are you? Would I be able to do that? No, no. Can you use a soldering iron at all? <laughs> I, I can. You I, can. Okay. I, I can do that. Um, do you have uh, lab issued goggles? Uh, lab issued goggles. Yeah. Uh, I I do have some goggles. Okay. Um, do you give your grad students safety? Yeah, training? we do. We do some. We do some of that. Mm-hmm. That's very important. Do you ever um, yell at them, like scold them because they didn't? They weren't safe. Uh, well, sh- I mean that happens sometimes. Sure. Yeah. I mean you don't want to. You don't want that. Uh, that can really. You don't want to get soldered. Derail your. Follow the protocol. You don't want to be An injured student can you know really derail your tenure. Do case. you have a sign on your lab that says zero? Di- how many days since our last? <laughs> since our last places. accident. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Um, Students, do you want to take a guess at how much grant money uh, Professor John Locke has has uh, been awarded in his 16, 17-year career? What do we think? Will, get, 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 throw, throw out a number. Oh, can I get a hint? It's, uh, it's in American it's, dollars. It's uh, more, than, more than six figures. Holy cow. Whoa. What? More than six figures? Does that mean seven figures? That is it could that is accurate. <laughs> that is the correct mathematical. Are you guys are math majors? Is that what <laughs> is it less than eight figures? It's not less than eight figures. Significant figures in this case. It's okay. more than eight. Sense. It's eight figures. It's eight figures. Holy God. I mean guacamole. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I'm gathering, buy a lot of I'm gathering from your stammering that you don't know the answer. Yeah, well, what is the answer? The answer is sixteen million. That's I was gonna guess eighteen of, million. That's a lot of millions. <laughs> you were really? two million off. So in a way you're disappointed in our guest, John? <laughs> is that is that what's, that's it what's sounds, happening? It sounds like there's a new goal. Yeah, exactly. So you're in Charlottesville. Yes, been there for a while. Yep. There was a pivotal moment in your life, I know, in 2005, oh. where everything changed for you. It did. There, now, was Times there were rough. was there an audible record scratch? <laughs> <laughs> or, do you want me to do it? No, we haven't had a sound oh. effect forever. Okay, so 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 let's Ooh, re- let, let's reenact. Wait, Will, <laughs> let's reenact we didn't this. Do it yet? Sorry. Okay. John is in a room. Are you giving a talk? Or are you at a talk? No, he's in the doldrums. The doldrums. Oh, gosh. Oh. And then... Call and back then to my presentation today. Ben walks in the room, and then... This happens. This happens. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, so, so tell us more about, tell us more about this fate. Our eyes lock. Yeah. Ha, uh, <laughs> lock. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> You're fired, Will. We went right into discussions of tasteless tomatoes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, right now, now, now tell, tell me what you mean by tasteless tomatoes. What's going well, on there? Well, first of all, one of us, one of the co-hosts of this show, mm-hmm. as has come up on many prior episodes, mm-hmm. has a graduate degree in this science, technology, and society field. That's although, you, right? Although for us, it was called science and technology studies. Okay. Same, same STS. Mm-hmm. Um, just as a friend of the show, past guest Rob Root, mm. who was a Vassar STS major. That is correct. 
Big man Which on campus. Which was very exciting to you because you knew, all right, mm-hmm. you're not the first fellow STS. Mm-hmm. But uh, the University of Virginia at the time had a department of STS mm. into which I was hired. Okay. The day I arrived, I remember the clouds lifted. Mm-hmm. The sun shone down. Can you play harp music now while you're sa- while you're saying that? It's so hard to find good harp music. Is it? Yeah, I think I've tried before. Now, is it easy to find bad harp music? Is that what you're saying? It is easy. Okay. <laughs> there must have been, you must have been in some STS meeting. We were talking about revamping the first year uh, STS course. How does this relate to Tasteless Tomatoes, though? Um, oh, it doesn't. I just got sidetracked. Well, why don't you t- why don't you tell the audience about Tasteless Tomatoes? I think it's an interesting point. Tasteless Tomatoes. Uh-huh. If you're going to industrialize the tomato uh-huh. and you want to have uniformity yep. and you want to standardize their production. Sounds good. And you want them to be nice and round and uh, easy to transport and red and shiny. Mm-hmm. You can develop the technology to do that mm-hmm. and you're going to end up with a tasteless tomato. Oh, so there's, 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 there's trade-offs. An, there's a trade-off. There's trade-offs. Mission accomplished. The more relevant part of all that mm-hmm. is even as long as 10 years ago now, and at least nine or eight years ago, we started listening and talking about podcasts, mm-hmm. at which time I remember thinking we were really late to the game. Yeah. Like everybody else was talking about them. They were yeah. all over the place. There were literally dozens of them. Yeah. There, there were, were lots, and of lo- lots and lots of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we sampled them all. We sampled them all. And it seemed like uh, we were just so behind. Yeah. And now we still can't get like 90% of the population to know that a podcast exists. No, well, that's what you guys are doing here. That's what I'm trying to help you. Yeah. So what do you make of that, John? Yeah. <laughs> what, are your, what are your earliest memories of podcast listening? Oh, gosh. Well, I think, well, we, we started off with Doug Loves, Doug Loves Movies. Yep. I know that was one of our early ones. Classic. It was even um, like, I love movies with Doug Benson back then. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the early um, uh, logo, I remember that. Um, Can we call him friend of the show, future guest? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if Paul F. Tompkins is. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's past guest. Well, yeah, but we hope to get it back for episode 100. Okay. We we got some follow-ups. Okay, great. Um, Once they podcasticized, is that Mm -hmm. a word? Um, uh, This American Life, that became a regular. Yeah. Um, We were, I think, uh, at least I was one of the early WTF listeners and Never Not Funny listeners. Mm -hmm. I still listen to both of those. Yeah, I think I got onto Never Not Funny because of you. Mm -hmm. Jimmy Pardo. I don't think we should be advertising our competition here. No, he's, it's, it's, all, it's, it's a, a collaborative. Yeah. It's, okay. you guys are helping right. each other at this right. point. Oh yeah. Brother, well, you know, yeah. rising tide lifts all boats. No Got question. It. Got it. That's how we feel. Like whenever I talk to them, that's how, that's usually how they talk about they it. They talk about it. Okay. Yeah. They're just about to reference us. <laughs> it always so. gets cut and they probably get, it's up on the cutting room floor. Right. It gets cut in post. <laughs> after editing. But it's pretty close. Yeah. yeah. We never had our own. We could have had a UVA podcast. Then they started backstory. Well, I, so when you when you emailed me saying that you were starting this podcast, you basically said this is something that we would have done. <laughs> <That's> interesting. <laughs> and um, yeah, if if we were if you if we were still together, um, it is in strange. I will say this is a little bit weird. John and I both have glasses and beards. Mm-hmm. Is this <laughs> is this sort of? He didn't have a beard then by design. That's true. Okay, then that, yeah. okay, that's fine. It's not creepy. I, I, Ian I, and I are both I, uncomfortable I, right now. I Good. Bet. I'm glad. I bet. Yeah, I have a question for you, Simon, and yeah. probably the interns as well. John, um, please go. So uh, I just sort of, you know, knowing Ben back then and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, knowing him primarily through emails, texts and, and uh, well, it's just, it's just a curiosity. So um, I'm just kind of curious if, if Ben still has this like adorable little quirk um, that he had back then. quirks are adorable. It, it was something Sorry, where um, uh, it used to be something if he was trying to explain something to you mm-hmm. and you were 
clearly showing no visible interest in what he was explaining, that his solution to the problem was to explain it more. Oh, yeah. Um, until you actually, you this know, guy's listened to thinking. the show. I, th- I feel like, like most of the stuff that Ben is interested in, I'm not interested in. And this is not an intellectual thing, but he's interested <laughs> in why like fridges usually open from the right to the left and the left to the right. And like that's the most important thing. And I just. When does that ever come up? I, it, it will. I yeah. think I think we can all agree on that. Um, do you think I, they have left-handed fridges? I think they do. What about the fridges that have two doors? This is not the point of this. <laughs> yeah. of this thing. I am just saying. But why do they the open, drawers? Why is the why is the 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 handle always on the left side? It's not always on the left side. You can switch it up. They got they got the middle ones now too. They yeah, that's what I'm saying. Open like yeah, French doors. Yeah. You can switch it. I think there's like personalizable. You can you can do it. Yeah. Do you have a preference for the top freezer, or oh, do you God. want like side I'm to side? Already... What if there was a fridge that opened up on the the left side and the freezer on top opened up on the right side? That would never happen. Let's that's an abomination. No, I don't want to push through. This is the point: is that is that I can't get uh, I can't get interested. And I think I think there's a there, there there's a tipping point. I think with most people, I'll try and be polite and be like, "Oh, that is interesting." Mm-hmm. But with Ben, I like I I, I maybe for about a second yeah. and a half, I'm like, "Oh, that," and I'm, I can't even I can't lie to well, you. Well, so I'm that's not I'm specifically remembering a, yes, a lovely breakfast that okay. Ben and I had at the Nook on the downtown mall, mm-hmm. and he had just listen to a new fish bootleg oh god and um he was telling me all about it uh-huh. and and it i you know so good. and it was and it was one of those things where i you know i'm, I'm not really a fish fan and and um and so i, I did the the smile for a while mm-hmm. and then i started to you know kind of show less and less interest and and i think he, and he i really do think he realized it and then realized and then and then sort of thought yep I need to explain this in more detail. Yes, the, transitions, him. the transitions between the songs yeah. were, were really what was so it's exciting. So, so cute. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so I just was kind of curious if, you know, if that's uh, that cute little quirk that he still has. Or, still has yeah, it. Okay, good. Still yeah. has it. I good. haven't noticed, but I think I'm going to pay less attention to things Ben say now. So yeah. He says now, so I, I There you go. It. Yeah. Well, I think that's how the podcast grew so much. It really did. Right? Mm-hmm. That's I've how we try- found our audience. I've been trying to get out of this for so long. It's longer <laughs> and longer episodes. Yes, <laughs> it's true. It's true. Ben tries to explain stuff is the sub name of the podcast. But, but I, 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 I'm also that reminded. Works with ben that's right. I'm also reminded that, that Ben is the one who does the editing. So this might not make it past oh, post. Oh, yeah. definitely not. Yeah. Wait, I'm, not, I'm not interrupting. <laughs> this will be an easy cut. Censored, censored, censored. Easy snip, cut. snip. Wait, can I sidetrack? Please. That's so, that's so unlike us. <laughs> Do you know, um, I think one episode you guys were talking about Smoke on the Water, and you said it was, uh-huh. you weren't sure if it was based on a true story or not. Yeah, that was a long time ago. It yeah, is man. based on a true story. Right, now, so what, I was going to write you guys an email, but I'm I I'm trying to remember this one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Wasn't it the one with Jake? Was it the, our first uh, student guest? Yeah, student Jake Garber. What was what, what was no, the... Uh, maybe not. What, wait, what I was... I think it was a professor... What was this? What was the story about, or what is it about? They were playing. A, I forget. I think it was in in Montrex. They were playing a concert uh, mm-hmm. with Frank Zappa, mm-hmm. and I think Frank Zappa opened. And while they were, I Ian Morris will have to fact check this. Yep. But basically, like wait, this during, and they is is this cream? No, deep we, purple. Deep purple. I, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. The there was a fire in the concert hall. Okay. And, you know, like fire in the sky, like everyone had to run out. Oh, well, like now that. were they singing as that was happening or did they write the song afterwards? I think they wrote the song afterwards. I don't think they improv it while the fire was happening. That, that would be a better would, story. Would, yeah. It a would. Dance band on the Titanic should, kind of yeah, thing. Call yeah. Glenn Huggins. Tell him. 
I think that leads us to a 10, 20, 30 question. 10, 20, 30 question. So 40. You can, you can hit the 40, too. I'm, I've, I'm past it. Yeah. Why, why don't we go up to 40? Because we don't have the time. And we don't have the time. So you, you have, you, I'm sorry, you have to stick to the 10, 20, <laughs> okay, 30 question. Fair enough. If you can keep it to a salient <laughs> we, band. We don't want to hear you about do anything 10, 20, you're You can do now. 10, 20, 30, 40. All right. Thank you. Okay. Well, well, so the funny thing is, is that you have no idea how many times I've answered this question in my head uh, on my commute. A real fan. (laughs) So for, uh, anyways, John, I had a question. Sure. What was your favorite music at age 10? Age 10. So age 10 was a major transition time for me with music. Uh, Like I said, I've thought a lot about this. Justifying the question. So this is, let's set the stage. This is mid eighties. No, well, this is 83. There you go. Um, and so I was, um, I was a big, uh, my, my dad was a big seventies music guy. And, mm-hmm. and so he kind of got me into that for a long time. Well, too. Now that, that, that's a lot of music seventies. It so is. Yeah. What, what are we? What, well, like, I mean, he would, he did everything from Led Zeppelin to, oh yeah. Carpenters, oh, wow. of the Carpenters. Okay. but, but my favorite was Harry Chapin. Um, okay. I was a big, big Harry Chapin fan and, but um, cats in the cradle. That's correct. The silver yes, spoon? That's yeah, right. I, yeah. I know the last part. Um, yeah. Taxi, uh, probably uh, <laughs> okay. one of my favorites. But so I was just, I was just a really, my eldest son's middle name is Chapin. Ah, wow. He was a great humanitarian as well. Oh, good. Um, Your but eldest son? My, my, my eldest son, yes, is, yeah. uh, absolutely. He's not committed you any should have seen what he, what, he, what he did at three. Um, <laughs> but I was being 10 years old in Wauwatosa, Wisconsin, and being the Harry Chapin guy. Mm-hmm. And that being the Harry Chapin guy in the playground apparently wasn't very cool. So my so my friends tried <laughs> yeah. to convert me to to top forty um, radio at the time. So I at at ten I was probably transitioning from Harry Chapin to Duran Duran. Oh, so Duran okay. Duran is probably the we hungry like the wolf. Need. We have not had a Duran Duran. Yeah, well, hungry like the wolf. I know Play, that one. Put it That's twice. All I know. Yeah. Twice yeah. on this playlist. How yeah. does how does Duran Duran hold up with today's college student? I know hungry like the wolf. So nice they named him twice. What about Rio? How about a yeah. uh, view to a kill? Oh, <laughs> I, know, I think I know Rio. Maybe. Think the, the Reflex. Uh, Union of the Snake. Mm-hmm. Yep. Save a Prayer. Yeah. It's, good stuff. it's fantastic. I mean, I, I recommend lot, it. There's yeah, lots of you, you, you listeners are going to want to listen to this Spotify mm-hmm. playlist for yeah. sure. So it is common that the ten, the, the preference at 10 fits whatever year the person is at 10. Like it's pr- usually the answers have been somebody's top, mm-hmm. top 40. Yeah. But that's not the case at 20. Like it, it, it very much depends. It doesn't have to just be something of that age. Was that the case for you? <laughs> Early to mid nineties now. Early mid nineties. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a big grunge guy. Yeah. Ooh. So it was Nirvana. It was Pearl Jam, um, Alice in Chains, Soundgarden. Mm-hmm. Um, probably my, my biggest band was probably Pearl Jam. Mm-hmm. So grunge, did you, did you like wear flannel and mm-hmm. everything? Yeah. So you flannel, did all the cutoff, uh, wow. army surplus. You were on the West Coast at that point. I was, yeah. Anyway, so you were okay. close to those soggy Northwest. Coast. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Did right. you get right to Pearl Jam or did you arrive at that after wandering through like Soundgarden? Actually, it was probably through the movie Singles, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. one of Cameron Crowe's earlier movies. Uh, in fact, Eddie Vedder uh, makes a cameo in that as one of That's the bandmates of uh, of Matt Dillon's band. I, I remember like in the movie. Episode 33, Eddie Vedder. Mm-hmm. Eddie Vedder, yep. yes. Mm-hmm. Is that, is, has Renan found these yet? That's what he's doing this year. Yes, Right. I was thinking I found a I found an old cassette in some drawer, which was a mix I had made from like ninety two, ninety three. It had a lot of those. Wow. Bands. Which which girl did you make it for? Oh, I think it was for Chris. Oh, that's oh, nice. Which, that's is nice. Why, uh-huh. which must explain why it's still in the house. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> but like uh, L seven and Ned's Atomic Dustbin, and um, they weren't all grungy. Like then it spiraled out to like Toad the Wet Sprocket. Oh yeah, uh-huh. some of those. Well, so yeah, if you would ask me like twenty one instead of twenty, mm. I would twenty one would have been Big Head yeah, Todd and the just, Monsters. 
It's just not. It's just not. In no, the show, John. sorry. Okay, yeah, you can cut that. So it's just not part of the show. It. So I didn't want to take us off. Okay, okay. so 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 you clean yourself up from the grunge. Yeah, and suddenly and at you 30, turn thirty, I cut the ponytail. Cut the ponytail. Where you where, where you at at thirty? Thirty. Uh, thirty was Martin Sexton. Martin Sexton. Yeah. Now, deep, for Simon's a, a deep sake, cut. yeah, uh, just, <laughs> right. Just for my sake, just for Simon's sake, yeah. tell us more about Martin Sexton. Martin Sexton is a, a singer-songwriter kind all, of guy. Almost, almost for me, hearkening back to Harry Chapin in terms know. of just sort of this huh. singer-songwriter. Most of his shows are just him and a in a guitar. Um, Audience but, too. Uh, no, it's just me. He oh, plays wow. for me. That's great. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> that um, is nice. But. Uh, yeah, just uh, you know, great story songs. Uh-huh. Uh, very passionate, very personal. Yeah. Um, he, he's from well, he, well, he's from Syracuse, New York, originally. But then he was, you know, he he busked in the subways of Boston for okay. a while. You know, selling mixtapes and all that. And has everybody always been using the term busk? Busk. I hear it all the time now, and, and I guess it's always been around, but it just seems like I never heard it until recently. I I would agree with that because you use it like. Properly. Yeah. Oh, he's busking. You want to know something? I actually looked that word up <laughs> oh. a few months ago because I had been using it and I wasn't 100% sure I was using it properly. Oh, okay. So I was like, I better look this up. And like, so, was there a meeting that we didn't show up to where people right. said we're going to start saying busk now? Will and Ian, were you on board with busk already? Probably uh, a couple of years ago I'd start using it. Yeah. Wow. Like wow. about two, I learned it, I think, when I started uh, interning at the morning call. They were going to say when you started busking. <laughs> started busking. <laughs> what, what am I doing? Will, do you, do you play an instrument? <laughs> what Will? do you call this? <laughs> yeah. I feel when like, I play guitar. Hey, Michelle. Hey, I, Michelle. I, I feel like I was always acquainted with it, but I think that's probably just because I saw you're a from, lot of buskers. I was going to say, you're from New York. I yeah. know this as a <laughs> as a fan of the show. What, what was wait, her what, first word? What part of New York is she from? <laughs> I have a different way to ask it. Yeah. Are there any well known urban parks at an elevated Highline, location. yeah, and mm-hmm. and and Hamilton is the new Highline. I remember, I remember mm-hmm. getting mad at you about that. Yep. Michelle saw Hamilton recently. I How did. was that? Did you? It was very good. I, I enjoyed it. You know, I've heard good things about it. Yeah. How much, Have what's... you? How much did you pay for a ticket? I've heard they're like they're they're in the hun- high hundreds to thousands of dollars. My parents bought tickets for my whole family. Like, Ruth and last Tom. Ruth and Tom have they have they stopped like contributing ago. to the VBP building because they had to buy tickets for Hamilton? Maybe. I'll oh ask. come on! Did you tell them? Man. I hope they can they can hear through the banter on the show to know that we we'd accept those tickets. Yes, that's true. I'll let them know. And I, in, I'm included in that. I, okay. I'm, right. and, and my, my current, current guest and, 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 and my what? kids, my, my wife probably could take it or leave it, but so um, the, the kids are in. I think, Jen, I think Jen's going to want one. Chris, How much are we talking about? Half a four, because I want to take the family. Four, You're five, six, yeah. family, four, seven, seven, seven eight, or eight. Nine. Make it, make it, make it an even ten. Good. Well, we'll, I'll we'll see just, what I can do. We'll just scalp the, do you the come extra one. How about a baker's dozen? Let's go with baker's dozen. You know what? Let's be safe. Baker's dozen. Okay. Do that. Michelle, you you grew up in Chelsea, am I correct? You are correct. See? Wow, I'm yes. impressed. Okay, trivia on the show. <laughs> mm-hmm. What about me? What about me? I don't know. You Iowa. You did not grow up in Chelsea. <laughs> Renan's from Turkey. That's about true. That? I know that. Although yes. he went to school in Asia. Yeah, that's true. He took the bus. Yeah, he took, took the bus, the bus and Asia, and I, and it wasn't a yellow bus. I think it was white or something. I remember that was a big long topic. Does it look like school buses here? <laughs> right. Wow. Yeah, you guys let's have repeat that hard hard hitting material. <laughs> yeah, let's just. Let's just repeat the episodes. But it's it doesn't really solve our uh, uh, for the Michelle your awareness of busk. What I think is explained because you lived in New York City where that just happens all the time. Yes. Will and Ian, you say you learned it like a couple years ago. That could either mean people learn about it at that age in life, or like all of us, it's become a lot more popular in the last couple of years. So you could be verifying this claim that mm-hmm. why do people always use this? Well, for me, for me, it's because I had to write about it. No, there you go. No. You did some yeah. research. Wait, remind us where where you're both from, Will and Ian. 
just so that the uh, the oh, audience you're knows. You're actually going to complete this? Yeah, I'm going to because I care about our. Well, we must have asked. Will's from Pennsylvania. No, <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where are you from, Will? From a really small town in northwestern Connecticut called Barkhampstead. I don't think we ever asked you that when you were on the show. Now, Ian, you've never been a guest on the show. Let's but guess where, where, from. where are you from? I I think Iowa. He's he's got that sort of cornbread oh, like blonde hair. I think no. But you're not like there's a zero percent chance he's you're from not Iowa. Like do you maybe have, do you, like do you have a sense, John? I, I haven't spent enough time with him. I don't okay. want to say Pennsylvania or Jersey because those are the easy answers. That, exactly. We're gonna leave those off the table. I'm gonna go upstate New York. Upstate New York. Upstate New York. I'm gonna say um wait uh uh Ian, say the quick brown fox jumped over the lazy dog so I can analyze your accent. The quick brown fox jumped over the lazy dog. That's definitely Iowa. Yeah, Hampton, That's Virginia. A, <laughs> yeah, do you do you do you know what a bubbler is? Oh yeah, let's try and guess what Ian's. Do you call it soda or pop? I call it soda. Do you no. like the Yankees <laughs> or the Red Sox? <laughs> Uh, no preference there. Wow. Here, how, how about uh, John Locke? Guess. So you don't know what a bubbler is? No, I don't know what a bubbler is. That's a pretty Wisconsin-specific Okay, thing. so you're, so you're <laughs> definitely not, not from Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Not from Ohio. He's okay, from do, you know, do you know the phone number to Pizza Pizza? Is Pizza Pizza a pizza place? Okay, he's, he's not he's from not, Toronto. He's not Canadian. I, I remember that he's from a previous Canadian. episode. Okay. The problem is that he spent a lot of his childhood in Germany. That's not a, that's not a problem. But, but he moved to Germany from... So Germany was high school... Where in Germany? Munich. Munich, lovely. And before that was seven years outside Philly. And then before that was seven years, well, my first seven years in Houston, Texas. Oh, Oh, I think I did know that. Yeah, we knew that. Oh, okay. I'm not interested. Mm -hmm. Okay. Here's the thing. I I will probably ask you you again on a future episode. So, John, since you have the time, uh, can you give us an age 40 answer? Yeah, I, I don't actually don't really have a very good answer for that anyway. It's actually probably, it was probably was then with Stormer. Actually, I might, have, I might have circled back to, that might have been a, uh, a U2 or a Dave Matthews phase. Dave Matthews from, uh, from Charlottesville. Oh, that's right, yeah. they are. That might have been a Dave Matthews time. And I, but I, I always come back to U2 as well. No, I always come back to you as well. Aww. <laughs> oh, Nothing got, compares to you. You guys. Yeah. By um, the way, another great podcast, You Talk and U2 to Me. Is that good? Yeah, fantastic podcast. Yeah, it, it's not. It's no longer airing. Is um, that Adam Scott related? Yes, that's right. Adam Scott and um, oh gosh, I'm blanking on his name. Scott Ackerman. Very good. Yeah, all yeah, right. Scott. No. Scott. I have a quiz. Yes, please. Uh, so this is the real not quiz. Uh, I had to cycle through a lot of options. The first few cuts were going to be podcast related, but this one is not. It is instead Thomas Jefferson related. Oh Ooh, gosh. all right. He had something to do with Virginia, right? Yes. Is that part of the quiz? <laughs> what did Thomas Jefferson said or did this, real or not? Are we all ready? Founder of the yes. University of Virginia. Okay. All right. And influenced by John Locke. That yeah, very much true. so. That's wow. true. And a character in Hamilton. It's all full circle. I know. So we'll do the test question to, to get our mics right. Okay. Did he or did he not found and design the University of Virginia? In uh, design? Yeah. Yeah, he he was an architect. He also well, don't did, give him the answer. He yeah. also did golf courses. Um, yes, he did found and design the University of Virginia of the Commonwealth of Virginia. Well played. Probably he is an American. Yeah, man. Well, Michelle, Michelle, what do we think? Michelle, yes, true, true. John, true. Okay, uh, so we got that. Everything set. The next question, which I think I think we can adequately call a hard hitting question. Mm-hmm. Controversial. Thomas Jefferson mm-hmm. fathered children with Sally Hemmings. I believe that is true. I think that's the only that maybe that's one of the only trivia things I know about him. I'm going to say yes. 
Interns, what do we think? I'm going to say yes. Okay. I think that's true. Yeah. Yep. John. They finally started admitting that during tours of Monticello. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I think the, the Monticello people were ahead of it because there's still like the some public like dispute of it. But when I went on a tour of Monticello, they were did they they mm-hmm. didn't shy away okay. at all. Yeah. They're like, Yeah, here's the deal, here's where I live, this is what's going on. So they yeah. didn't deny it. Yeah. So Whatever. The answer is yeah, it really happened. Why everybody just be cool. All right. Third <laughs> third question. Mm-hmm. Quiz time. Mm-hmm. We're learning a lot here. Uh, he thought the Shenandoah Valley, Virginia's beautiful Shenandoah Valley, mm-hmm. used to be a lake. He thought that it used to be a lake? Yep. How would you know that? Oh, I guess he could have written about it. <laughs> um, Probably did a podcast about it, actually. Maybe he did. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the guy. What would a Jefferson podcast be I think that was a, a later episode, right? I feel, I feel like that's, that's kind of boring trivia. Like, I thought a mountain used to not be a mountain. Is that, is, I mean, do we want to know so much about him that he, the, the things he mistakenly thought? Are you just buying time? Yeah, Because you're I am. noodling through it? Um, I'm going to say no. He always knew that the Shenandoah Valley used to be a valley. Okay. <laughs> it still is. He thought it was a, he thought it was a 57 <laughs> Chevy at one point. But not, but not a lake. Michelle? I'll go no. I'm going to say yes. Why not? I'm gonna say Will's wrong. No, ooh, like I'm disappointed. That. I'm just disappointed that these questions are aren't both, uh, you know, the dead and Canadian just options wait. yet. Okay, just they're, they're still coming. <laughs> I I have no idea. I'm just gonna say no. The answer is yes. He did. Okay, he, did, he thought as it was. most people did. Okay, and the water eventually receded after Noah's flood. Will's flipping me off right now. Oh, after Noah's wow. flood, interesting. Yes. Okay, there's a family show. There's a lovely <laughs> a lovely river, and the Shenandoah River goes through the valley. Yes. Okay. All right, so we've all learned a little bit. We did, but yeah. I did want to ask what what if Thomas Jefferson did have a podcast? What would it be called? Don't say Jefferson Cast. No, not even a two dollar bill. <laughs> that's that's mm. not bad. That's pretty that good. That is not bad. Mm. Oh, is, is that the question? No, I just thought more people would have some oh, uh, some input, some clever. But you all left it to Simon. Yeah. All right. Never mind then. I'll move on. Okay. <laughs> uh, Jefferson he commissioned a vote a boat the Victoire to sail to France to help support the revolution. No, I believe Lafayette commissioned a boat to sail from France to the United States to help with the American Revolution. False. Interns. I'm going to go with Simon on this one. Thanks, Michelle. Can you spell the name of the boat? V-I-C-T-O-I-R-E. I think we're all familiar with Swallowed Jefferson's R. strong affiliation with France. Mm-hmm. Hmm. We are. The Jefferson, the Thomas. Mm-hmm. Yep. TJ. He used to talk about it on his podcast all the time. <laughs> Nuttier than a $2 bill. Yep. Uh, what do we think, guys? Yeah, I'll say, uh, no. False. No, false. Yeah, Simon said it was with such confidence, I got to go false. I know. How do you, why do you give Am away I the right? whole answer? No, I was, don't we have... Um, Trick question. Don't it was we, Lafayette yeah. who commissioned a boat and Isn't sailed Victoire to the United States. Isn't one of the, one of the, the campus... Um, commu- yeah. Commons? Commons? What commons are you all in? Yeah. I live off campus now, so... But what were you in? It doesn't matter. Brandywine? Brandywine. Hmm. We were never in a commons. That's right. Yeah, it started we started after you guys. Commons. Michelle, but where do you live? We have nothing in common. Not, don't I give live, the address. I live on Parsons Street. Okay. okay. It's, a, it's a big street. Okay, good. The Allen Parsons we Project. Want to, we want you to be safe. Ooh, there, there, was, there was a 10-year-old ten, band for me, too. Yeah, me, too. All right. Um, at one point, this is the next question. Uh-huh. At one point later in life, Jefferson moved from a working-class section of Queens into a luxury apartment in Manhattan. Oh, no, that was George Jefferson. I'm going to say false. <laughs> I'm also going to say false. Thanks, Michelle. <laughs> no. What do you think? I guess not. <laughs> you're just, 
Fantastic. Sorry, um, I, I can't help myself. You when give I know a, the right a yes or no answer. Oh, sorry, my bad. Was the was the deluxe apartment in the sky? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. This this thrilling quiz goes on. Okay. God, when's it going to end? Okay, I'll try not to add anything. He's the guy who put our money on the decimal system. On the decimal system, because you like specific trivia. Wait, he put it on. So as opposed to like a penny or pounds and pounds and. Wait, the, like they but, were eighths and twelfths. And, mm-hmm. Oh, as opposed to to in the the tent, the base. Um, yes, Michelle. Um, I'm going to go yes. Okay, well, Ian. Will is going to go yes. And, Ian's going to go no. Oh, you guys are adorable. It sounds like yes. Yeah. I want it to be yes. It's a yes. Oh, good it's for just him. A straightforward question. Good for him. It's an educational podcast. He, yeah. People are always asking, "What is the show about?" It's about learning. It's not about football. No also want to do the next one he made his fortune in the dry cleaning business yeah that's another no yeah it's another george jefferson so if you guys if you guys um were interested in this george jefferson character then you can learn more about him and the television show the jeffersons Mm -hmm. a spinoff of as the interns yeah yeah interns what was a spinoff of the jettisons no the the jettisons wow (laughs) the washingtons nope no. Nope. Wait, what was it a spinoff of? Oh, you don't know? I, I thought, I know, I know. No, you do know? This yes. is part of the citizenship test. Oh, yes. Wait, let it's me It's in think. the Smithsonian. Who, who was the, who was the character, or their care? oh, uh, All in the Family. That's right. That's right. That's right. Oh, so. oh, sorry, guys. Uh, but back to Thomas Jefferson. Mm-hmm. He thought they were woolly mammoths out west, and he asked Lewis and Clark to check on that for him. That's just, Remember, he's the guy who commissioned Lewis and Clark. Oh, is that, so that's true. That's true. That's and they true. and they started their own college even after he started his college. Yeah. Well, they had the yeah. idea. I'm going to say no, that he did not have them commission go out and get a woolly, woolly mammoth or get a woolly mammoth, find if they were there, take a picture. What do we think, studio? I'll go yes. Oh, he did. Okay. I think it's true. I think it also is true. Hmm. John? I'm going with no. It's yes. Jeez. Really? Yes. Because yeah. he, the concept of extinction did not yet exist. So wow. he was sure that they still had them. We just hadn't found them yet. Wow. He might still be right. <laughs> well, Lewis and Clark might still be out there. <laughs> we could we can make a woolly mammoth now. But should we? Um Progress towards what and for whom time a, ta- a tasteless mammoth. Mm-hmm. That's what's gonna happen. Oh no, that Taste. would be delicious. Don't come on. <laughs> That's probably true. Uh he was known as the hero of two worlds. Which worlds? Isn't that Hannah no f- Montana? You get no further information. Oh, I'm going to go with Thomas Will. Jefferson, known as the hero of two worlds. I'm going to go with Will um, using a Hannah Montana reference to say, no, that's false. What's Miley up to these days? I don't know. I don't want to talk about Miley right He's now. He's in a We're different gonna... world. No, that was um, that was another that was, show. That was, that, was, um, that was Lisa Bonet. Yeah. Lisa Bonet, right. spinoff from the Cosby show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michelle, what do we think? Uh, Is wait, he what? known as the hero of two worlds? Hero of two worlds. Sure. <laughs> Jersey Shore. No. A lot I don't of interest think so. here. I don't think so. Okay. Yes. Yeah. No, but you know who was? How do you guys not know this? I don't know. The Marquis de Lafayette. Yeah, that's all I was going to oh, say. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Uh, hey, when you ask a that. question, give some space for people to answer. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> give me your tips. That's good. Thank you for that, Ian. He's going to, you're going to like splice in a whole bunch of dead air as if you had given mm-hmm. him Yeah. I got a, here's a hard-headed one. Okay. Does Thomas Jefferson make a strong presence, have a strong presence in the, Opening sections of the 2009 Best, bestseller, bestseller, 
Notes from the Ground, Science, Soil, and Society I in think the American Countryside. I know that's your book because it's in your signature of your email. So not because I've read it, even though it's on my list to read. Does he make an appearance? I'm going to say no. He does not. Uh, what do we think, Michelle? I'll go yes. You have read Ben's book then? I have not. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, Nina, you've read Ben's book. What do you say? Absolutely, yeah. I okay. remember your book. He yeah, was there. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Well, what, what was your favorite right part there. of the book? <laughs> the, the I like Jefferson the part, part about, yeah, Jefferson <laughs> oh, seeds. Uh, okay, well. They huh. planted the seed. I can't, I can't. John? Yes, absolutely. Uh, you're all wrong because it was a trick question. <gasps> oh, In no. what world is that a bestseller? <laughs> oh, None of you read wow. it because nobody's ever bought it. Good one. Nobody's ever bought it. I don't, not, not one that you, I know not of. one person. Is well, it for sale? I'm sure some people have bought it. There's probably collector's editions now. But Can for I get listeners, fr- I'm willing to uh, sign it. Ooh, this is this is new. Yeah. So, so if hmm. if you buy the book and <laughs> mail it to me, wait, we can't give away free copies well, to our listeners, to no, our loyal listeners. The whole point is to get sales. No. Why don't we start a Patreon the, account? The f- autograph is free. Um, is Thomas Jefferson in the first part of your book? Oh, yeah, yeah. Thomas Jefferson wrote one book in his career. It's called Notes on the State of Virginia. Mm-hmm. Okay, so is, is it, so that was a great quiz. That was probably one of the best. Is that is the quiz over now? That, yep. that Now, now this, this show is running long, so you're going to have to, your editing job is going to be just just amazing. I don't even know where he would begin to start cutting, though. Exactly. So Right, right now. Right now. <laughs> you got another question, though. I do have another just question. Just for our guest. Just for our guest. John, what day do you prefer, Friday or Sunday? You've been at, you've been answering <laughs> this question <laughs> a lot for a long time. Sundays, Sunday. You're yeah. a Sunday guy. Always been a Sunday no, guy. Uh, no, no, not always a what Sunday happened? guy. Um, in the Pearl Jam ponytail days, I was definitely a Fridays guy. Friday guy. But um, no, Sundays now it's basically uh, it's a. I mean, it just ends up being a family time. It's very much tied to having okay. kids and okay. young kids. And my kids are at this wonderful age where they're old enough to do really fun things and young enough to still want to do it with with, with oh. me, which is adorable. Using those Radio um, Shack modeling kits? We do that, okay. of course. Yeah, yeah. No, They both want to be electrical engineers at UVA. So. Why not? Yeah, so it's really just, I mean, like Sunday is like is, is truly like a, a family day. And, and mm-hmm. I, I, I look forward to that. That's good. And, uh, and what's your thoughts on black licorice? Not a black licorice guy. Well, uh, well, okay. So we talked about this offline. This is this yeah. is uh, this has been uh, controversial for a while. Okay. So the um the one of the other main data points that that is like mine, Sundays and not black licorice, was somebody from Wisconsin mm-hmm. who San, went to Stanford, Sanborn, and oh, yeah. who is wait no, Josh was uh, from Maine, but he had some Wisconsin. He, there was some. I think he was born in Wisconsin. Was he? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's gonna be mad at me if I don't know that. And uh, okay. and went to Stanford and is currently yeah. a department, department head. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, so it's that combination apparently. You and you and you and former guest friend of the show, Josh Sanborn. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. Do people not like their jobs when they when they talk about that sort of thinking about the week? I don't know. I don't know if it's if it's if it's liking the jobs or not. I suppose you can make that make that claim, but you don't necessarily have to hate your job to love the weekend. Yeah. I guess. Um, well, everybody's working for the weekend. They they are according to some. Mm-hmm. I do feel it 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 has something to do with sort of looking ahead versus living yeah, in the I, moment. I, I think that that is a that is an, an astute observation. Yeah. Yes, and and I mean, and for me, really, it's. I mean, I obviously on Friday I'm looking forward to Saturday and Sunday. So mm-hmm. there's there's some of that there, but I'm also usually pretty tired on yeah. Friday and. You know, when it when it comes time, you know, when it comes to like waking up and making pancakes with your kids mm-hmm. on Sunday morning, I mean, it you can't beat that. Call them flapjacks. <laughs> no, no. We, then you're definitely from Wisconsin. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> there yeah. you go. 
Okay. A bubbler is a uh, drinking fountain, by the a way. A drinking fountain. Yeah. There you go. Now, now in Wisconsin, do they put their entire mouths around the spout of the drinking fountain? <laughs> no, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. Indiana. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Anyways. Well, hey, um, you can follow us. Um, you can email us at variousbreadsandbutters@gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook. Check. You can follow us on Twitter at some later date. You can follow us on Spotify. We'll get those playlists up. Um, but I think that's it. So another podcast reference, when Jimmy Pardo jokingly asks his people to listeners to call in it's mm-hmm. 511 591 rock 591 roll mm, i like that. call us and tell us your thoughts well yeah you can call us too but we don't have a good phone number here <laughs> you, you st- at least you stopped complaining about the wjrh telephone number i realized it was it was a lost cause all right headphones off headphones, headphones off, off. Does anyone have trouble, like no trouble drinking water from the kitchen faucet, but kind of have some trouble drinking water from the bathroom faucet? Show of hands. Show of hands out there in the studio. How many hands are out there? Ian, fact check that for me. There's six hands. Throw it down. Oh, wow. so uh, no one has trouble with, with drinking he's water? He's lying. No, he's, Will and I have our yeah. hands up. Okay. At least one trouble. hand. I have trouble with it from each of us. Now, does this come from a... Do what, John, what, 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 do you have a trouble with this? Yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, it's, uh, you know, there may be like a little... You know, hand cup kind yeah, of thing, yeah, just right. to rinse your mouth. But but, that's but, it. Often then, but then you spit that out. But oh, there'll yeah. be like the little paper cups in the bathroom. I don't I don't drink in the those. in the airplane bathroom. So for like for like rinsing, or but, maybe for for mouthwash, something like that. I didn't know if it was just for rinsing. Huh. Now, does this come from at some base level kind of lack of understanding understanding about plumbing? Of plumbing, of well, that, that it's so like if the toilet 100%. is there and the sink is there, <laughs> there's got to be some connection there that I do not want to explore. You're like you're hitting home on a lot of like really repressed issues from my childhood oh, right now. So this is great. I, <laughs> did you used to drink out of the toilet? <laughs> no on. comment. Um, okay. So <laughs> one time, like I remember when I was little, I tried to get a glass of water from the bathroom, and mm-hmm. my mom was like, "Don't do like don't ever do that." What? Like wow. you'll you like yeah you'll like die or something. Okay. So, like, ever since then, you, you might need to explore that a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, I'm sure she didn't like tell me I was gonna die, but, but like how, I'm sure she told me like I have severe problems. Ian, yeah. what's your problem with uh, bathroom water versus kitchen water? Uh, who says I have a problem? Oh, I thought you said all the hands were up. He lived in Germany. No. Oh, that's right. In Germany, they drink water. I bet you this isn't a big deal you know, in Europe. Well, in, in Germany, I mean, they they do have sort of a different water bathroom kind of situation. Like, they don't have water sitting at the bottom of the toilets there. That's uh, true. They got go. that little yeah. shelf. And, oh, yeah. yes. Like oh, man. Do you guys know the uh, philosophers, leading philosophers, Laval Zizek? No. Oh, yep. Oh, he geez. likes garbage dumps. Was that... Actually, he has a, a good um, bit as if he were a comedian. Huh. You can distinguish Europeans um, and their personalities by nation um, by looking at their toilets. Um, oh. And the specific part about Germany was that they'd like to um, examine their work. Family show. Family show. Man. <laughs> okay. And, and, then, and then, Michelle, t- t- tell me about this bathroom versus kitchen issue you have. I don't, I don't like, think there's a source of it. I just... Like and logically, I know that there it's the same thing. If, uh, I think it's an interesting case alarmed. study where since Michelle doesn't have your neuroses, like uh-huh. you keep trying to get her to. Yeah, have yeah, that. yeah. Michelle, you need more neuroses. This is. I've like got an, plenty an, of neuroses. I mean, I I feel the same way. I don't like I logically I understand that drinking out of the bathroom tap is the exact same thing as drinking out of the kitchen tap. I is just it? yes, logically <laughs> it's okay. it's all water that comes from one source. Hey, all pipes. But but emotionally, I do not like. 
I just don't normally drink out of the bathroom and water. That's, and that's what we're trying to explore here. I have we're, no logical reason We're going to have another show, Michelle, where we explore all your neuroses. Do you, I mean, do people Perfect. drink? Perfect. Uh, do I have to produce that one too? <laughs> yeah, you got, yeah, 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 you got to be here. Do people drink out of like garden hoses? I used to drink out of garden hoses. Yeah. Now I'm thinking that bugs crawl up there. And so I don't want to, I don't do. want to get a spider in my mouth from that. Yeah. You know, that's You've now given me a new thing to be terrified of. Oh yeah, don't drink from garden hoses either. Isn't there some, drink garden hoses? Isn't there some mm-hmm. like statistic where you like swallow eight spiders oh, in man. Your sleep or something do, like that? Do you know that? the history of that statistic? No, I don't wait, actually well, you might have told me about Aren't it. Are you before. a journalist and you're peddling this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, go, go it, was the history. it was created to show that people will believe any kind of statistic. Oh okay. that uh, is presented to them as fact. Yeah. Okay. And it's actually Why? seven seven spiders, not eight. It's kinda like uh, I think George Carlin was happy that fifty percent of the people are dumber than the average person. <laughs> That's a, only if you assume uh, a normal distribution <laughs> of intelligence. You, you know, like 50% the, is that how you want to respond That's, to that's actually a very profound uh, statement, yeah. Simon. It's I like part, that. part of my work. Mm-hmm. Or you can, just, you can just say 50% of people are dumber than the median person. That's right. Ooh. That's exactly With right. That's that funnier. That's why that guy got a Fulbright out there. Because <laughs> <laughs> they use that. Yeah, well, we're from Wauwatosa. John from Wauwatosa. I listened to uh, various breads and butters up there in Wauwatosa, Wisconsin. And, <laughs> and it's really good. And you can say I listened to it on WJRH, the sound of the marquee. What's huh. better than various breads and butters? The amount I get paid as an intern. Nothing. Various breads and butters. Better than sliced bread. That no. terrible. Nope. Terrible. Mm-hmm. Nope. It's not. That's already on the it's cutting not, it's just not Is there correct. is there a way <laughs> Michelle, is there a way you can delete that right now? Just doesn't even go to make it to Ben. Unfortunately, Ben's gonna have to listen to that one. Ooh, sorry, Ben.